Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney Cruise Bride Stephanie Hardy about her wedding aboard the Disney Dream. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she planned this event and, of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Stephanie. Ah, uh, thank you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to be married on the Disney Cruise Line. My husband and I originally were going to do a full-on Disney World wishes wedding, all the works. And then the actually the day our coordinator sent us the contracts for room blocks, we decided to scrap everything and elope. And we kind of already knew when we wanted to do it, which gave us three months to plan everything. So I went straight to the Disney Weddings website and looked at all the options there were for elopements. And of all, I looked at all the pictures of all the venues and the outlook on board Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy was the only one I wanted. Wow. So that's really exciting. How did you decide, you know what, forget this. Was it just too complicated, too many people to wrangle or... Because to me, it seems so romantic to just elope. What was the trigger? (laughs) Well, I have a very, very large Ukrainian family, but they live in Canada, and my husband and I live here in Florida. So that was always kind of a a struggle was trying to get everyone down here. It's really expensive, family members that can't fly. It was, it was, we were engaged for a, a, a year dealing with all the drama I just kept looking at all the dollar signs, and especially the day we got our, our room block contract. I'm like, this is a lot of money to spend when they're all complaining so much. And we had compromised on so many things already in terms of trying to get the family here and doing it when they want it, trying to just make everyone happy. And so we kind of decided to skip that. We decided it wasn't wasn't worth it. We'd already passed on a lot of things that we had wanted. So we decided to just kind of take it all back and start from scratch. And our our photographer, Courtney, she is just wonderful. And she actually had also eloped. So I kept, I'd I'd message her like, okay, I'm thinking about eloping, please either talk me off the ledge or talk me into it. (laughs) So we kind of just went from there. That's awesome. And then she was still available for your date on the cruise and to go on the cruise with you. Yes. So that was actually the moment we decided to elope, everything kind of just fell into place. Like everything we had been doing planning the wedding had been so difficult. And the second we decided to elope, it just was so simple. So we already picked Courtney. We already had put a deposit down for our original big wedding date. And we decided to elope. It was probably like one in the morning. So the next morning, because I was talking to my one friend and Matt, my husband, I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep on it. And we'll talk about this tomorrow. So the next morning, I messaged Courtney right away. And I'm like, okay what do you have available for April? <laughs> so she sent me the screenshot of her calendar and she had like Sunday through Friday of the week that we wanted to get married. That was all she had available. So we kind of just ran with that. 
That's fantastic. Now, you hadn't put down a deposit yet for your wishes event. So what did you do? Did you just tell your sales consultant, hey, pass me off to the cruise coordinator? Or how did that work? Yeah. So, yes, she sent it to me and I sat on it to really, you know, make sure this is what I wanted to do. And I emailed her back and said, you know what? We decided to elope instead. We're going to go through Disney Cruise Lines. And she told me how to get in contact with them. So I think that was really simple on my end, at least. That's wonderful. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out this is what you were going to do? So that's the fun part. (laughs) Not many people know, because one of the issues we were having with getting married was not just travel and coordination, but was a lot of family that didn't want us to, or at least not want us to yet. So in the interest of them wanting us to wait a few years, we decided we would tell them in a few years, (laughs) which I promise makes sense to me. (laughs) Um, we told his mom I'm very close with her so we told her and I think she probably has told everyone she's related to (laughs) and then a lot of our friends know but none of my family knows so it's it's hard to keep track hopefully they're not listeners to the Disney wedding podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay listeners well you've got an exclusive on this one (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) Okay, so you guys had no guests. It was just the two of you and Courtney? We, I, we brought one. My one friend, she was one of the ones that I'm like, you know what? I promise I'm not deciding now. I promise I'll sleep on it. And then that weekend, she drove over from Orlando. And we got a good jump start that weekend when we finally decided to go forward the elopement. I'm like, hey, we got three months. We're going we're gonna to do all of it. She became my maid of honor and was there for the whole cruise. We did pre-wedding activities together. It was dress shopping. She was there for all of it. So... I still had that that one little normal thing. <laughs> and it was really fun, you know, just to have that much time with her to really enjoy all of it. it was It was great. Okay, so you knew you wanted to use Outlook Lounge aboard the Dream. Tell me about why you loved that location. So I get a little neurotic about hair and wind in my face. It bothers me a lot. And I had seen funny, you know, those little funny Facebook videos of like the veils being flown off bride's heads in the wind. And I love, I love beaches, but beaches are very windy. So I really wanted something inside. So that limited me quite a bit finding indoor venues of the ones that I had seen pictures of. The Outlook was my favorite. And of course, that's only on the Dream and Fantasy. So I had to find a sailing on one of those ships that I could do that with. So it kind of was like a little puzzle piece there. Interesting. Okay. And did you guys do your legal ceremony in port or get married beforehand? We did it in port. So we, it was, it was actually, I, I really enjoyed doing that. We did it in the pink champagne lounge, which was very cute. And it was, yeah, we got, we got boarded the ship. We had time for lunch and to drop off all of the very heavy wedding things that we had to carry on board and then had time to go and get married. That's fantastic. Now, did you customize the standard package elements at all? We did a little bit because I've heard heard of a lot of fun things that brides have done, but with just, you know, the two of us, we didn't feel the need to do a lot of that. So I did get the upgraded... I got the nautical bouquet, and I had the nautical cake to match. got flower petals to decorate the outlook with. And that was really it. We did bring a lot of stuff ourselves to customize, but that was really it through the package that we got. Interesting. What kind of stuff did you bring? One thing that I'd always loved with the Disney World weddings were those gorgeous custom aisle runners at the wedding pavilion. 
and Faith was my wedding planner. So I emailed her one day. I'm like, what are my options for aisle runners? I love them. And she said, you know, we don't have any, but you're welcome to bring them. And she gave me all the dimensions for the aisle of the Outlook. And my friend, my friend Katie, she's the one that came with us. She happens to be a little crafty. <laughs> so she got roped into a lot of wedding crafts, including making me an aisle runner, which was awesome. I don't know what to do with it. It's sitting in my living room now. But that was great. So that, I think, was the big one, was our aisle runner in the ceremony. And then lots of fun little things like that. Okay. And what cake flavors did you choose? Would you recommend them? Yes. We were actually very fortunate. One of the things that I was disappointed about with the cruise weddings was I had read somewhere that you couldn't take any food or floral off the ship. I don't know. It was just in my head that that was how that was. But I ended up getting to take everything off the ship. So I have a lot of cake still in my freezer, which I'm so thrilled about because we had one tier and I don't remember what exactly the names of the flavors were, but it was like a chocolate with a chocolate ganache filling. And then we had vanilla with cookies and cream, buttercream. And those were both really good. That's great. What songs did you pick for the ceremony? That was kind of a fun one. Our photographers actually really wanted to recreate a moment on video because that was one of those details that I had just gotten in my head was so important. I love music. So I was just so set on this music being so important for the day. And I had a very hard time picking. So we ended up picking. And so I used my phone. We didn't use the pianist. So I picked and downloaded and saved all the music for a wedding after we had already boarded the ship. So we sat in one of the portholes and picked all of our music. So we ended up, we did have the song for, it was basically Matt's song when he was, technically when all the guests, the prelude. Mm -hmm. So all the guests are seating, but we didn't have any. So it was really just Matt standing there. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't there for that part, but that's what I picture is Matt just standing there listening to this song. So he chose, I told him he could pick anything for that. I didn't care. So he picked You're Welcome from Moana. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he loves he loves that song and and the actor and the movie. So that was his pick was You're Welcome. And then I walked down the aisle to a song from the live action Cinderella from the from the ballroom scene when they're at that really big, gorgeous dance. And she says, they're all looking at you. And the prince says, believe me, they are all looking at you. <laughs> so that the song was called La Valse de l'Amour. And that was what I walked down the aisle to. Oh, and then after that, the recessional, we did Marry You by Bruno Mars. That was fun. And then we had, oh, for Kate Cutting. Kate Cutting was one of my favorite songs. We did Happily Ever After from the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom, which was great. So you used recorded music instead of having the songs played by the pianist. We downloaded all the songs we wanted and, and just I had to send my phone along with the wedding planner before the ceremony so they could get it all set up. Got it. And so then she ran it for you. Yeah, it actually was really great because I was kind of, you know, how does, you know, trying to be the bride control freak, trying to figure out how it would all work. But no, I had to send my phone with them and make sure it was downloaded. And everything was seamless. The music flowed perfectly. It was still the pianist there. But no, she did a really great job kind of playing it and knowing when to play it because we had kind of started dancing before the first dance. So she kind of followed the cues of the room really well. But yeah, it was nice to have our own music because... Our first dance song was, I mean, it's, it's not a very popular band, so it was definitely not one of the options, but it, it had been our song for four years already, so that was really important to us to have, have our own music for that. That's so great. 
So what did you do about your hair and makeup for the wedding? So that one was another thing that I thought would be really difficult, but it was actually, I didn't even, Faith had mentioned this to me when I was emailing her, because I probably emailed her too many times. I'm sure she was sick of me. But that was something she had told me that I could do was we had a Monday to Friday sailing. So our wedding was Tuesday on Nassau Day. So what Faith had told me I should do, and she said, I, I don't know if this is how they always do it, but I went to, after we got legally married, the day we boarded the ship, I went off to the salon and met with the, my, the person who would do my hair the following day. And we kind of talked about what accessories I had, the veil, an idea of what I had wanted. Because I didn't, I don't know, I was really concerned my hair was too short for anything. I, was, I had a really hard time with hair. So I brought her my hair accessory and showed her that. And I'm like, you know, I want it up, but I want it like soft. And she was like, so let's curl it and do a little wispies in the face. And she just kind of took over. And that was great. So then the next day, I went up. for So the day of the wedding, I went and she jumped right in. And it was honestly very fast. She probably finished my whole hair. And she secured my veil for me, too, which that sucker did not budge. It took me probably an hour to take it out <laughs> that night. But she probably took 30 minutes to do all of it. It was great. Wow. And then for makeup... I grew up a super, like, a Mary Kay baby. My mom did Mary Kay. We had the pink Cadillacs. So I love, I love makeup. I'm very deep into that. So I was hesitant because I couldn't, you know, have an actual makeup artist. And at this point, Disney had started doing, you know, you, they would do your makeup on the ship. But it was so new that I was just, I knew it was one of those things that it would just stress me out. Because, I mean, I haven't gone without a, a day without full face makeup in years. So what I did actually, because I do daily stuff, but I, you know, your wedding is special. So I actually went to Sephora and had them do a makeover. I said, I'm, you know, looking for wedding. So I, and I had, I brought Katie with me and she videoed it. So the girl doing my makeup, she did it slowly and kind of explained so I could learn to do what she was doing. And then I bought all the products recommended for photo, photo quality makeup and all that stuff. And then that was probably two months before the wedding. And so I practiced doing my own makeup uh, probably once a week between when the Sephora makeover happened and the wedding itself. So by the wedding day, I was a pro. <laughs> wow, that is a really good idea to video the artist doing the makeover. And then you have like a YouTube tutorial right there just for you. Yeah, it was, it was really great because I love, I love doing makeup, but I don't, I don't do a lot of eyeshadows and I don't do contours and I don't do all the fun stuff. and I don't always... I, st I keep it pretty basic. So it was really nice to see it on my face to know where my lines fall and how to make it look nice on me as opposed to whatever beauty blogger is on YouTube. So right. I, I did really like that. And then every all the products I got, everything was color matched. And we went through quite a few colors on my eyeshadow to find one that I thought was the right bridal look that I wanted. So it was really nice to just be so hands-on with that. That is a great idea. What did you guys do for a meal afterward? So we had the 4.30 ceremony time. So we had, I guess I, I guess our wedding planner, I guess, was the one who set it up. We had 7 o'clock dinner at Palo. We were probably, I think we were like half an hour late to that because we were doing all the photos around the ship. But we had Palo dinner, just the two of us, that night. And wow, that was, I was not wearing the right dress for that. I should have worn <laughs> something a little looser because that was really good. They need to make stretchy bridal gowns. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a ball gown. So of course it sits right on your, your stomach. 
So like it looks really great, but when you're sitting, you can't breathe, let alone eat. <laughs> Things to think about. So can you give us an overview of how the day ran from start to finish? I was very fortunate. I think I, I was we were the only wedding on our whole sailing, so we had a lot of kind of free reign. So the morning of the wedding, we were we had a an ocean view room, which was great because that porthole is gigantic. <laughs> so that morning we woke up just no alarms, which I love, and just woke up and we went and watched the ship pull into port in Nassau. We watched them, you know, tie all the lines down and all that. My mom, you know, also the Mary Kay Queen, she also works cruise lines. So I'm very, very aware of all the ins and outs of the cruise ships. So it was fun to watch them set that up in port. And then Katie came to our room. She had brought a friend with her since I was like, you know, this is our wedding for the first half, but then it's our honeymoon, so I don't want to see you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so she brought a friend along who wanted to go into Nassau that day. So they came to our room and said, hey, we're going to get breakfast because the friend wants to get off the ship in time for the whole day. So we went and we went and had breakfast at the Enchanted Garden. And that was, it was, it was great. I ate a lot of food, which is good because I don't think I ate until Palo that night. So, yeah, relaxed breakfast, really great. We went back to the stateroom. Well, the friend went off to Nassau, and then Katie and Matt and I went back to our respective staterooms to clean. Because I said, you know, the photography team and videography team, they're coming. They're going to do shots in the rooms. So everything's got to be clean. So Katie went and got her room ready, because that's where Matt was going to be getting his getting ready stuff. And Matt and I cleaned up our room and got everything settled. Actually, when we got back from breakfast... My dress had already been delivered, so I pulled the little curtain shut between the bed and the couch in our, that we had in our room and got the dress out and set it up and everything, because they put it back in the bag, and it's, it's, a, it's too big for the bag. So yeah, we did. We cleaned up everything, and then Matt took his book and went and read by the pool for a bit. He had a really, really leisurely day, and that is when I started, Katie and I put on our little bride and bridesmaid robes, and I did her makeup for her, and then when I finished hers, we went off for our hair appointments. Luckily, mine finished a lot faster than hers because then I came back and got to do my whole makeup. And then at this point, Courtney and her team were already getting detail shots of all the little details. She had come and gotten, I don't know how much. I don't even know. I'm so excited to see the pictures because I didn't see any of this stuff. So, yeah, I got to do it, finish my makeup. And then Courtney, I didn't have much time between finishing my makeup and Courtney and... Savannah and Caitlin were the other videographers but before they came to do the getting ready shots for me and you know the last touches of the makeup after I already look like I'm perfect got to do all that kind of stuff Matt was off somewhere Katie was in and out with Matt and the photographers were in and out because trying to get both staterooms so we did we had a, a good long time for getting ready photos which was great because I love getting ready photos that was always something I really wanted so we had a lot of time for that. And then Matt and I had chosen to have a full videography package as well. So part of what we did before the ceremony was Courtney did my wedding interview, which was really fun. Just asking, you know, questions about how we met, all that kind of fun stuff about our love story. And then not long after, well, actually, we also did, a, I tried to sneak in a few boudoir photos because I'd wanted to do that. But, you know, three months to plan a wedding, I ran out of time for the for the extra photos. So I snuck in a few of those right before Courtney and everyone left to get Matt and get up to the ceremony because I was the last one to arrive. So then we got, 
you know, the pictures of me getting into the dress. And then everyone left. And I got to have some nice alone time, which, I mean, I had to send my phone with them, too, for the music. So I was, was really in, in my solitude with my champagne, which was, which was nice. So it was really kind of relaxing and nice to have a moment to think about, you know, this, my wedding is happening in 20 minutes. Man. So, oh, and some snacks. We were kind of snacking the whole time. So probably good to have more food. And then my wedding, my onboard coordinator came with my bouquet she came to get me and got us up to the outlook because that was up on the 14th deck. So she took me up there and then so, I mean, ceremony was very fast. So we had the ceremony, the cake, dancing. We did photos all over the ship. Super fun. And then we had our Palo dinner. And then oh, and after dinner, we went something that I really wanted to do that I'm so grateful that I had been kind of following all the Disney Cruise communities on Facebook because I was so, I had my heart set on doing the match your mate in one of the clubs. And it happened to be only on the night of our wedding. So after dinner, we changed, thankfully, and then went off to play match your mate in the club. Tell me more about that. What's that? So that's what, I think that's like the try to make it ocean sounding. It's basically the newlywed game. So they get three couples. They choose the couple who'd been married the shortest, which at two hours, we won pretty <laughs> easily. <laughs> And then there was the couple that had been married the longest, and they chose someone. They had been married for like 55 years or something. And then the third couple, they have everyone who wants to play come down to the little dance floor and have a dance off. And they pick (sighs) the couple that way. So it's the three couples. They, you know, you introduce yourselves on, on the little stage and you sit in your little couple couches or little tiny love seats. So they had, they took all the men to the neighboring bar. Well, they asked the women three questions and they bring the men back and sit and see if they answer the same thing. And then we trade and they ask the men questions and women have to see if they got the right answers. So that was really fun. And my husband does not really like to be on stage, but he had a really good time with that. Like, I'm so, so glad we were able to fit that in. Aww. So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? My favorite memory of the whole day. I think, is hearing his vows for the first time. The vows were something kind of stressful. I am a writer by trade, so I kind of had the pressure on me to, you know, deliver. <laughs> so I had kind of spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, what mine would be. I never, and I put a lot of thought into that and kind of figured out how I'd want to do it. I didn't even think about what he would say. But he... They were so great, and I was laughing so much during the whole thing. So I think that was my favorite part, was just just hearing him say all those things that I never even would have imagined he had written down, let alone saying this on camera. So I think that was just wonderful. We're actually getting our... The person who designed our invites is also making us little cards that have our vows written out all pretty so we can frame them side by side. So that was perfect. That's a really good idea. Yeah, we put our vows in our photo album, and I'm so glad that I have those. Yes. Oh, I, and I, you know, I was kind of disappointed. I wrote mine down, but I, for some reason, I had it in my head that I didn't want to be like be reading off paper, so I just kind of wung it. <laughs> Not sure I would recommend that, you know, in hindsight. <laughs> but it's nice because now we got the vows that he'll hear and we'll hear in the video. And the ones you can read. Had variety. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What a good idea. So did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? 
Not really. There were a few minor hiccups, mostly things that did not involve me. Yeah. Matt had forgotten to... So he printed out his vows. He made very sure to remember to print them. But then he left them in our car in, the, in Port Canaveral. So that wasn't super helpful. So they, no, they, as in Katie and Matt, and I think some of the photographers, I was getting a lot of this second and third hand. But he had to rewrite them all on the ship stationery. Luckily, he had it on his phone, so he could copy it over. But that was seemed stressful for a bit. And then Matt also got locked. We got locked out of his the stateroom because he was getting ready in Katie's stateroom. And he got locked out. And they called and the cabin steward came to let him in. But his name's not on the room. So then we had to go, he had to come and find Katie to let get them let in. So that was a little exciting. <laughs> but that was really it. It was a really, really simple, really easy day. Like it was just... I have, yeah, it was so simple, so stress-free. There was nothing, nothing went wrong other than those little things that were resolved as quickly as they were, that they had come about. Got it. Was there any aspect of the wedding that had seemed like a big deal when you were planning and then turned out not to be? There were, a f- and now I don't know if I would, I ever would have said they were big deals, but they were things that, that stressed me out. I I'm not great with making decisions. So wedding planning was always going to be a little difficult. But that's why I liked the Disney Cruise Line wedding. Because you just pick the things off the list and it's great. So naturally, the things that I found really difficult were the things not on the list. Like picking the music, picking my hairstyle, picking my nails. That was the stuff that really got to me. Because there were so many options. And I just, I could never pick anything. So those really did stress me out I kept having to I'd start looking on on Pinterest for all the different things I would start listening to every song on my Spotify and I just kept getting overwhelmed so I'd stop and switch tasks and I would never get it done which is how we ended up picking our wedding music on the ship the Mm -hmm. day before the wedding but honestly and I these were things that I knew wouldn't be big deals in the end I had spoken to brides who had been married in the outlook before and one of them was like, you know, I don't remember any of the music for my wedding. I walked down the aisle for like 10 seconds. Like, you're not even going to know it's, the music's happening. So I kind of knew that it wouldn't really matter, except that it was bothering me. I couldn't decide. It was very stressful. And it really, I mean, I am glad with the songs we chose. I think they worked out really perfectly. But I also think I probably could have saved myself a lot of that stress and just gone with, I mean, any of my choices would have been great. So I think that was just me getting in my own head. And then my hair and my nails, I mean, again, anything would have been great. I just, for some reason, it was in my head that I had to pick something show-stopping. And I loved what I got. I think just letting letting go of the, the reins a little bit. You get so caught up in that, you know, you're the bride, it's your day, you have to make every decision. But I just went to the hair salon the day before the wedding and said, I kind of want something up, but a little in my face. And I let her go with that, and it was great. But the nail salon, I, I, I had a picture of what I wanted, but they didn't have any of those colors. So we kind of came up with something new on the spot, and that was also great. Like These were things I did not need to have spent so much time worrying about, but also can't convince yourself of that at the time. <laughs> this is great advice. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney Cruise brides and grooms? Yeah, I think for, for me, I think the, the best advice I got with all of this. So I we got married in April. I teach at the, uni- at the University of South Florida here in Tampa. So April is a really stressful time in the university. We were very 
swamped. I was working 90 plus hour weeks. So it was not the best timing in that regard. But the best advice I got, because I was so stressed and like even the week before the wedding, I wasn't even excited. I was just stressed. So what, so what one person told me was, if it's not life or death, it can wait. And I mean, I knew that all along, but something about hearing that, I was like, you know what? Yeah, there's, what's the worst thing that can happen if these things aren't turned in on time and I don't get my grades submitted this time or I push back my students' project due dates? Like, all these things that were really getting me, but the worst thing that could happen was not that bad. So that was just in general <laughs> my favorite advice. But for the crew specifically, it's honestly such a simple process. And I think that's really one of the perks is that you still get a gorgeous wedding. You still get the day all about you. And with the cruise, you really get the whole thing all about you. You get everyone knows the bride and groom on the ship. Because I, I, I certainly did this where it was super simple, but I made it more difficult just because I could, I guess. I don't know. Mm. So just letting it, don't, don't get overwhelmed. Just it's that simple for a reason it doesn't need to be more difficult than they've let it out to be and it can still be perfectly customized like we eloped and we still had this gorgeous gorgeous perfect wedding it was so us and all the little details my maid of honor katie actually made us a little wedding logo that we incorporated throughout the day like there's lots of fun little things that you can do because that is that is one downside with the cruise weddings is you are limited in you know customizing but there are, just because it's not in the package doesn't I mean you can't do something to make it you. So that was something that I think was really important to me was finding ways to kind of break the mold of the very simple planning packet. That's a really good point. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. My pleasure. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's considering a wedding or a vow renewal aboard the Disney Cruise Line, and I appreciate your taking the time. Ah, thank you. It was so much fun. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>